0: talking and I'm not and I'm just <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> and then I'm <laughs> No, <laughs> boy wait,
1: wait I have something for him boom you get shot down now you just fucking aren't you? <laughs> I'm just wondering why all these people like kids
2: the weird history and eerie tales podcast concentrate on the Wow <laughs> so,
1: FYI there's nothing wrong
0: with Alright, welcome everybody to another episode of the Weird History It we Toast Podcast. I am your co-host, Moses Soria, and with us today, the host, Achi.
2: That's right, son.
0: Uh, and
1: with me to my right is my brother, Josh. What's up, guys? Why are you looking Ladies? at these? Because you got a new mic, and you sound... You sound clearer than all of us. You sound clearer than all of us. So now we are beneath you. I
2: hope I hope so. And haters I- got to hate, so hey, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. But you know what? We... We doing big things, so might as well take it upon ourselves to upgrade our our, our devices. You know,
1: just, yeah, yeah, but why why you first? You know, "Cause I bought it. <laughs> Cause I bought it." Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. You got my stupid ass. All right. You know,
0: so today's gonna be one of those fun episodes where we don't take anything seriously—not like we ever do. But not, <laughs> I but was the, like, oh, sir, but "That's the topic, a whole compared That's the whole one. But, but the topic isn't even as serious as today. We are gonna go to Springfield. Uh-oh. Oh. So the Simpsons have been around almost as long as I have And over the 30 plus years The Simpsons have given birth to more fan theories and conspiracies Than Barney Gumbles I'll use to mow So today we're going to visit the city where nobody ages And talk about some of these predictions and conspiracies
1: Alright, you said it. Conspiracies and Simpsons. Right? We all seen all these episodes and and, and, and videos on breakdowns uh, about this show. Right? Yeah. Right? The predictions, right? What they predicted, right? And which which which, which later we'll talk about. But that's one view of like look look the Simpsons predicted this and that A B and C. And then there's another view that I saw on the TikTok video of of, 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 of everyone saying they predicted everything but what if the other angle is they didn't predict this they were warning us on the plans that they have already set out for us and if you still don't know what I'm talking about we're going to be talking about the Simpsons and the Illuminati right for those who don't know what the Illuminati, what the Illuminati is I'm going to give you a quick crash course very simple definition of what of what the Illuminati is which they are Uh, international, that's a keyword, international organization made up of the world's top political and social elites, right? The top motherfuckers, the
2: top dogs who control... The cream of the crop. uh, The cream of the crop. The man behind the green screen? Yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. The giant curtain? And that's what they do,
1: right? They get the top of the best, not just... They range from the political office all the way to entertainment, right? And they work behind the scenes, Mm. right? And their cult symbolism and what they stand for is new world order okay they have all these plans set out for us right and one of the main categories or main reasons that they still haven't ruled the world is because there's too many of us in this fucking world so they want to depopulate us before they control us and they go uh, I'm, i'm a little bit into it um a little bit more in depth on how they they did this, and how they demonstrated in the movie *The Simpsons: The Movie*. It's a clear, fucking, uh, out there, fucking symbolism of what they are trying to do. Mm. So that's Illuminati for you. Now you're saying, well, what episode or what can you, uh, can you, can you give us that explains this fucking, this is this wacky fucking uh, conspiracy between *The Simpsons* and *Family Guy*? So first, let's start off with the interview between two directors, right? They interview two directors of The Simpsons, and there's a saying. Well, it's, it's not what you say, it's how you say it, right? Right, right. And the interview was like, hey, how do you feel about everyone saying that you guys predicted, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, well, it's because we're part of the Illuminata. He looks at the camera. First of all, he looks goofy as shit already. Yeah. Right? He's wearing this fucking weird fucking hat. He looks goofy as shit. And then he looks at the camera. He's like, oh, it's because we're part of the Illuminata. And he looks again at the camera. He's like, no. I'm serious. And he does this like weird grin. Now, for the most part, when, when, when that saying comes, comes to place, it's not what you say. It's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Usually when people mess around and troll, it gets brushed off. You're like, he's, like he or yeah, she's joking. Yeah. But behind every joke and all that, there is some truth behind it. Right. So now let's go into the exact uh, uh, details on, on, on this exposure. So we're going to go into the episode where the Simpsons and the Family Guy have a crossover episode. So for those who haven't seen it... Was it a Family Guy show or was it a Simpsons show? It was a Simpsons. Featuring? Featuring uh, Family Guy. So let's break into it, right? Let's break it down, let's break it down. So the Griffins, they go on the trip, they land in Springfield. Okay, okay right off the bat, right off the bat, they're welcomed by this, the, 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 the the fucking uh, Welcome Springfield sign. Mm-hmm. And under that sign... There's like your typical like like traffic sign, blah blah blah. And on the far right corner, there's this triangle. And in that triangle, oh, there's no. a triangle and then the eye of the triangle, right? Oh Which is the sign, the emblem of Illuminati. Yeah. Okay, it's saying, hey, welcome to Springfield. Illuminati is here. Now, one of the early episodes, um, Homer gets sworn in into this cult. The, the stone cult, cutters. Right? Aka the stone cutters, the stone right? cutters, the stone cutters. Great to watch this episode.
0: Those are versions of the, of the masons. Mm-hmm. Remember where they where? Homer gets into the stone cutters, and because he has the magic he has a ring. He's, he has a secret passage tunnel to get to work, and a bunch of
1: yeah. So, in this one, it represents Matt being sworn in into. Uh, I forget the name of the entertainment business, but he gets sworn in, and essentially. Selling his soul to the devil to create something that will make him famous, mm. which became The Simpsons. Okay. So in this episode, Homer Simpson is Matt. Oh. And he swore. Oh, so so sim- he sw- yeah. So, so symbols behind Matt it, groaning. And I'll show you the image. It's going to be on a podcast. I'll show you the image on Homer, right? It's still image of Homer uh, uh, doing his oath, right? thing, And behind it is like a mat, like fucking a plaque in, in the background that has different symbols. And if you zoom into the symbols... You have the, the famous New World Order eye triangle. Right. And then you have a square with the compass in the middle, which is another symbolism for the Masons. Really? Yeah. Oh, so, so, so it breaks down, and that represents Matt himself selling, himself, selling his soul to the devil to have fame. Mm. Okay? So that's that's one of the early episodes of, of showing blatantly and, and, and blunt the How? symbolism on, 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 on Illuminati and the Simpsons. Okay, again, Illuminati is the New World Order, and they're on top of everything, Mm -hmm. from political to entertainment. And how do you influence the masses, right? What's the best way? Entertainment. entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone in the world, you mentioned the Simpsons. You know. Everyone knows about it. You know, Homer?
2: Is that the longest-running animated show to date? Animated? I think
0: there's a Japanese show that's been running since, like, the 60s, 50s. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's like... The unofficial longest-running anime of all time, when people t- like where people try to discuss who has the most episodes, mm. like people are like, "Oh, it's this, this or that," and, p- and then people are like, "Well, this technically this one because it's t- technically considered anime, yeah. and it's been running since like the '60s and it's been like a weekly thing." Oh shit! Yeah, so technically that's like the longest-running animated show of all time. Mm. Maybe '60s, '70s, uh, somewhere around there. But it's ridiculous, but the, yeah, but The Simpsons is up. I mean, The Simpsons is it's up, up, up there. there. I for mean, sh- for sure, American.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, don't, I yeah, can't think sure. of anything for else
2: sure. that's American. run longer than that. No.
1: Do you think they get burnt out from or, or, or thinking all these ideas for each well, episode? They're,
2: they're Illuminati.
1: Or they just love it.
0: Illuminati. I mean, they have a room full of writers that are always coming in and yeah. out. So yeah, yeah, true, true.
1: Fresh so blood. it's fresh ideas, yeah. fresh
2: yeah. motivation. Okay, if it was yeah. the same group of people from yeah. day one, nah, that'd be fucking bored as shit. Yeah, you nah. know what? I mean, I'm, I'm I don't.
0: Done. I mean, maybe, maybe. Because look at, it's always in Philadelphia. Sure. 15 years, and it's them three.
1: Or oh, them four. That them four. Right? Best friends, too. Best yeah. friends. They're married. Yeah.
0: They're all married to each other. Not to each other, but they're, like, they're all couples and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like Mac is married to Dean in, the, in yeah, the TV show. Yeah,
2: Charlie yeah. with the waitress. That's with the waitress. fucking that's hilarious. That's freaking...
1: When I first found out, I was like, wow. That's, that's w- fucking dope. Who's that's a, dope.
2: Who's... A, what are the names? I always forget. Mac. Mac is a big buff dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah t- technically... And then it's Dee. Yeah, he's
0: a bronze. He's the blonde. And then it's yeah. Dennis, the pedophile, sexual... The brain. Is he married deviant. to anyone in the show? No, nah, he oh, isn't. Okay. And then it's Charlie.
2: Is Charlie married to anyone? Oh, to the waitress. To the waitress. waitress. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, And then it's obviously Danny DeVito. Yeah. And then like this big group, like Cricket, <laughs> the McCoyles. <laughs> the B group. <laughs> and everybody else.
1: Yeah, so going back to that episode, right, uh, that's that's Homer system. And then the building outside where this whole... Um, meetings going on, and, yeah, and, yeah. and and you swear going in. Uh, there is an eye, and triangles all like pyramids all around this building. But in the middle, there's an eye with, right, with it's a it's an eye with red um, eyeball pupils. Yeah, pupils. There we go. I forgot words. I forgot words. It's an eye with red pupils. Right. And that signifies right, right of Satan's or Lucifer's eye. Which in uh Luciferism I think that's how you pronounce it What, what is this? Lucifer- or In that <laughs> A devil's cult What is your cult, <laughs> is your cult oh, called Lus- again? Luciferianism he, Yeah Yeah <laughs> yeah. That, uh, that sir, That's a representation of enlightenment Thank right. you for letting us know about your cult
2: sir. I don't believe it <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't believe it I don't believe it, okay, it is.
2: Luciferianism
0: is different from Satanism? Yeah because Satanism is the devil And Lucifer is D- they're d- different things. Uh, I, I think. Yeah. I mean, I'll break it down. I'll break it down after the show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you saw the image? okay? So that's nice. that's 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 an early breakdown and a very out there example of Simpsons being the part of the uh, a brotherhood of the Illuminati. Okay, they're, they're- in the entertainment business. Now, here's a catch. You see this image, and it's it's Homer Simpson. So going back to this episode of the fam, um, Family Guy and the Simpsons crossover oh, episode, right. there's an image where Homer Simpson and Peter Griffin are in these booty shorts with a white tank top crop. Right. Crop top. Crop top. Homer Simpson's bending over. He is double-cheeked up. Right on okay. the Tuesday. I mean Homer Thick, okay. bro. Okay, all right. He cheeked up and right behind him. He a thick boy. Right behind him, it's Homer Thickson. <laughs> Homer Thickson, holy shit! And right behind him is Peter Griffin, and he's like, like, uh, uh what? Pouring out, like, squeezing a towel over Homer Simpson's ass, mm-hmm. right? And he's he's doing the satanic standard. Uh, so, horns? so the horns, right? the Double horns. So that's one of it. And so you're like, all right. So what does this have to portray, right? One, it's the horns. But two, why are you bringing up Homer and Peter dressing up as as a female? Well, there's another conspiracy, okay. right? For those who sold their soul to the devil for fame, especially entertainment, right? There's there's a conspiracy that every male figure, right, has to dress up as a female. Right, If you see or you, if you remember one of your top favorite actors or whatever, you could remember them being dressed up as a female. The rock. Okay? That's Frick like Diesel. an initi- right? that's initiation. No, that's what well, it's not the initiation. It's the humble you. No. Yeah, it is because you took the easy way out oh. by selling your soul to the devil. So as you, the master of you, we're going to degrade you. Yeah. Right. Because in the Christian belief, right no man should dress as a woman and no woman should dress as a man. Oh, okay. True. Anti-gay, all Fair. that stuff, right? So, another, so, you know, big fuck to the big G-O-D, right? You sold yourself to the devil, so I'm going to degrade you Yo. and make you disgusting to God by dressing you up as a female. Does that mean that all Shakespeareans women well, I worshippers? I mean, they didn't believe in, none,
0: none, of them, none of the motherfuckers believed in God. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like you mentioned it, remember there was a God where he, where he was rock, where he was a tooth, where he was a tooth fairy,
1: yeah. And Vin Diesel where he Mrs. was Doubtfire, This was Doubtfire, right? Sadly, wait what? Yeah, Uh was Doubtfire, bro.
0: Problem was, yeah, yeah. Oh no, but like what? Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel did the same thing where he was dressed as uh, a, dressed uh, like, a a nanny, and then when he was when, when he was a babysitter right after Fast and the Furious, where Fast and the Furious became huge. And oh, babysitter, babysitter, like Oh, that. Okay. There's a
2: yeah. There's a, like other like big movies. Robin Williams. Um, uh, who else? Adam Sandler. Jack and Jill. Yeah. 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 I
0: forgot who was who's who talking
2: against it. It was Dave Chappelle. Against it? What do you mean? Dressing so, up? No,
0: there. No, there's there there is a. I forgot what actor it is. He's not a big actor. He's okay. Not even Chappelle. Did you we'll just talk about it? But this is this is African American actor. I keep forgetting his name. Where he talks about how Hollywood's agenda is to is to homosexualize black men in Hollywood, and he's like, and it's happening in and it's happening in um um in hip hop too, which is why. Um, where did he come out in? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember his fucking name. Um, I'll figure it out. There's also that one weird priest. That one weird doctor priest guy. That's he's half African American too. He believes in this same shit too. But he's super conspiracy thing to mm. I his name. My it just slipping my mind. But like he talks about all these like famous actors like Kit Cudi. You know how he came out in in the in the in his dress and um, Kit Yeah, he came out in the oh. dress during the latest uh, one of those award the shows gala. No, not nah. the gala. I forgot what it was. But he he did it as an honor as like an homage to Kurt Cobain. That's like his biggest hero.
2: Oh, okay. and then
0: um, look at um, uh, young Doug too. You know, young Doug. He's like super fat. Fe- he's like super and androgynous. Like young Doug. Like he's like one of the biggest artists, whatever. And he comes out in like wedding dresses. And he comes out like Chanel dresses. He has purses, but all his music is just him. You know, they be the complete opposite. So, so there's this big comp- conspiracy thing going on. Like, oh yeah, they're trying to de like make all African American men gay and. It starts with Hollywood, and now Hollywood's going into the movie. I mean, into music. So wow. there's that, that plays a part into that whole Illuminati thing. <clears throat>
3: what?
1: Yeah, and that's the reason behind that, right? You sell yourself to the devil, right? And we're going to degrade you. Mm-hmm. And how would you degrade you? By making you dress as a female, mm. right? That's a big fuck you to the Christians, right? But that's the actually guy just, himself.
0: It's actually just like that's like mid '90s. Men wear, if you remember, crop tops and little shorts.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Here's the thing. Team. All right. These are actual actors, right? Mm-hmm. Matt, right, he's not really an actor. He's, he's a writer. Mm-hmm. But what made him famous? Yeah. Homer, right? Seth McFarland. He is a voice actor. What's the thing that made him famous? Peter Griffin. So they had to degrade something. Yeah. So, like, so if, do not the, yeah, do if not, yeah, we're going to do the two characters, characters who made him famous. Thing. So Homer Simpson and Peter Griffin. I am, and that's the image, right? And then uh, Dave Ma- Chappelle. They mentioned uh, message, <laughs> message, and then that goes back to uh, a conspiracy behind why Dave Chappelle, well, f- went away to Africa for for a cool minute because they they wanted to give him fifty million dollars for the third season of his show, Dave Chappelle. Right, but. They wanted him to, to dress, dress up, up as, as a woman, as really, a woman. and it's that goes back and back like, and hey. Yeah, so he declined the fifty million, and he has yeah. gone. He's gone, really. And we're there's reasons behind <laughs> it. He Africa. Yeah.
0: What? Yeah. And then he showed up like six years later, jacked as fuck. We we're like, what the fuck?
1: Where'd you been? So that's 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 one of the symbols in this episode, right? The degrading of Homer and Peter Griffin. Okay. So let's let me reiterate what I stated about Illuminati, right? World, right? It's a new world order. They want to control the whole world. Mm -hmm. Okay, they can't control the whole world because it's too many of us, right? Because the power is within us, people. Okay, and here's a great other example. Let's 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 derail into the Simpsons movie. Okay, for those who don't remember, uh, Springfield was isolated by this force field. Okay. And then um, I forgot this dude's name. He was in charge. And he's technically controlling the president of the United States. Oh, in, shit. Yeah. So it's it, it's the Arnold. What the fuck's his name in the Simpsons? The Arnold dude? Um, he sounds like Arnold. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah so he's character. president. Right. And that's also showing your representation of the Illuminati having puppets all around. And one of the biggest puppets is president. the president mm-hmm. of the United States. They're just the face of the presidency, but working behind the scenes is the, the Illuminati itself. And in The Simpsons, they have that. They have that where this main dude, part of the Illuminati, whatever, he goes into the office and they and they gave him four random options, okay, on how to depopulize, right, how to kill people, mm-hmm. right, in in different ways. Mm-hmm. And, and in the movie, they ended up with option four. Okay, um, which was uh, I forgot what it was, but it was to kill a lot of people in Springfield. All right. Okay, and then the, and then it brings us in that same movie. It brings us uh, the exposure of the NSA. Right, they're listening to us.
2: Oh yeah. Right? And in
1: the movie, it shows a big fucking room of 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 of. of, of individual listening to our conversations. Right. Right? And, and they're random, right? One of them just talking talking about like pizza and stuff. And then in the far end, it's zoomed out and one of them is so excited. Like, yeah, we found someone who's trying to go against the government. And which was The Simpsons. It was oh, Marge, yeah. it was Marge, Lisa, Bart, um, I and I think Homer as well, who found out about this plan and they tried to escape it. So they were talking about it in the limo and they got caught. So they they went and they have a group to control and to silence those who are trying to go against the plan of the government of the the plan of the Illuminati right so that's another representation uh, within the Simpsons of them giving us a heads up like yeah we do have right so if things are true and Simpsons are 100% part Illuminati and they have whatever they're warning us that yeah this is real we are some big Brother shit. We're, we, we are really listening, listening, and we're controlling uh, the population, right? And then let's go back to the episode of the Family Guy and the Simpsons crossover. Okay, within the movie, um, they show Peter Griffin and Homer fighting in the bus, right? And that bus is going straight into a nuclear power plant, okay? And that itself is rep- maybe uh, representing of what's going to happen in the future, right? A massive meltdown of a nuclear meltdown, right? That's the best way to get rid of a lot of people. Mm. So they're saying, so they're saying, oh, something might happen in the nuclear power plant. So an object might go into it, crash, that will cause this meltdown. And in this case, it's, it's the yellow bus. In which Homer Simpson and Peter Griffin were fighting. So they're fighting, boom, 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 whatever. There's red lights, there's shit going on. And again, um, Homer is being represented as Matt, and Peter is being represented as uh, Seth McFarland. Okay, they're fighting, boom, the explosion happens. Okay, and in the movie, it shows the explosion going all over Springfield, killing them. Everyone in Springfield. Mm. Right? You see everyone looking and they just, uh, that blank stare and then they're just dust. They get poof. Right? But the ones that survive, guess who survived? Homer and Peter Griffin himself. Okay? Everyone else dies. Oh, shit. Right? And that goes back to the world order plans, right? In order to control all the population, we got to condense it, we got to make it smaller. Mm-hmm. Okay? So there's all these different, um, um, uh, plans that they have set out for us Which you, Archie, will go a little bit more Into maybe different conspiracies Yeah, okay? yeah. Yeah, yeah, right About it, right, right, right Like the flu, the the COVID, all these warnings that they gave us Right, and that's the spin Behind it, okay It's not that they predicted these Events, right, it's no They planned these events and they were warning us Giving us a hey, they're heads up you know. Yeah, they're, they're, they're giving us heads up Hey, like, hey just so you know. this is gonna happen and within that, um, this episode, after after Homer Simpson and um, and uh, Peter, the, the, the fucking get out of the nuclear, and they step out, and it's nothing but waste, right? And in the background of the canyon, you see the sun come up, right? Sun rising. Okay, this is also a representation of the rising of a new era, okay? That's a symbolism saying, hey, we... New days be gone. Yeah, this is a starting... Of the new era mm. of the plan finding of the new world order and this is just an episode between the crossover of the simpsons and family guy and the movie itself now there's other episodes out there that have these symbols and these uh, warnings and stuff mm. uh, uh, in each episode but this is just a breakdown and the comparison and the the exposure between uh, the Illuminati and the Simpsons show itself again there's one take of saying they predicted these events and then there's this take this perspective of like no they are warning us and uh, so uh, who knows maybe with this episode they're warning us that hey the last before before the rising of a new era there's going to be a nuclear explosion or something related to nukes Something's yeah. gonna clean us out. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so that's the take of, 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 of this, of Illuminati and Simpsons, right? Again, these are all conspiracies, whether or not you believe it or not, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, it goes down to uh, the fact that there's no way we could prove this, right? But it's the fact that a lot of people believe in this, right? Yeah.
2: And then that being said, there's a lot of There's almost like too many coincidences. Yeah, about this that it makes it kind of impossible to not think either that way or, you know, there's a conspiracy that they're predicting the future. Also, and one of those, one of the the biggest ones that kind of caught my eye to this segment of some of the conspiracies that were proven to be true that the came out of Simpsons, the, the predictions that came out true from the Simpsons was Donald Trump's presidency. Uh Oh, and this was in an episode that ran on March 18th in 2000, titled Bart to the Future, in which Bart plays a wannabe musician and 38 year old Lisa becomes the first straight female president of the United States and moves into the White House. She takes over the presidency from the previous commander in chief, Donald Trump, who, and she said, quote, quite a budget crunch that Donald Trump has left. And this was, again, Years before anything that was going to be mentioned, I think, because yeah. this was still when did it happen? This was in two thousand. Oh fucking Bush had this was Bush. Lincoln had
0: Lincoln had just gone out of the fucking White House. Yeah, Bush has just Bush had just gone in there. Donald Trump was still
2: fucking just before he did the Apprentice. He, he didn't care about presidency or being you know commander in chief or anything like that. He was when, a man of business. When when was Schwarzenegger our governor? Mid two thousands, mid two thousands, yeah. So see, this is even before like yeah, yeah. celebrities or anything like that yeah. were even hesitant or thinking about this, you yeah. know. <clears throat> so that was fucking crazy. The the pictures too of like
0: the similar the pictures that have that exist in the Simpsons and then they, that happened in the the, the parallels yeah. like where fucking Donald Trump he's going down the escalator in the Simpsons and there's a picture of him. I mean, obviously, it's easy to f- just find a picture, but still, but like the fact that it's like almost the similarities, identity, yeah. 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 The one where they're fucking Trump and the orbs with, the, um, oh, with the middle uh, with the Middle Eastern man. Mm-hmm. How they're predicting that shit? Like it's fucking nuts.
2: You were older. And another one, it, I, I, in one episode, they both predicted, or so so they say, coronavirus and the murder hornets. Yeah, I remember the murder hornets Yeah It was fucking That, that, that was a scary week Right it, was, it only happened for like a week or something right It's like yeah They're like oh yeah by the way We found out that these These shits are Are here in the US
0: And they'll kill you if they, if they hit you Yeah
2: <laughs> you're like what the fuck One sting and you're Not dead, only there's son. a new
1: deadly virus out there But hey there's, there's deadly fucking hornets So if this yeah. is not get you This
0: will
2: get you That was two incentives To stay at home <laughs> motherfuckers Yeah two Shut so up listen and so, way back in 1993, an episode titled "Margin Chains" featured a Japanese factory worker who accidentally spreads the, co- the contagion to Springfield. People panicked and rushed to find a cure, and in their mob, accidentally locked over a van filled with killer bees. In the townspeople's rush to find a cure, they accidentally locked over a van with the killer bees inside. Some feel this was a prediction of 2020's uh, COVID-19 pandemic in conjunction with the murder hornets. Showing up in the states for the first time. Twenty twenty was a nightmare. We probably should have heeded the Simpsons warning, and then murder Hornets in America had coincided with the coronavirus outbreak in twenty twenty. And this was in nineteen ninety three, dude. In ninety three. Yeah, it was. I remember seeing a, a, a snippet of the episode. It was like these Japanese workers. They're I forgot what they're shipping, but one of them coughed, and you could see like little specks of germs or whatever. And so anyone who opened that box, it like got it. it got it. Uh, going back to that
1: as yeah. well, um, it was season twenty two, episode six. Uh-huh. Season twenty two, uh, yeah, season twenty two, episode six. I'm telling is, you, bro, this how many seasons are there? A shit ton. Well, it's thirty years, so it's thirty seasons, right? Thirty one seasons now, I think. Holy, I think, shit. I think. Don't don't quote me on that, but yeah, it's it's yeah. So so it's season twenty two, episode six. This is two thousand ten, okay, two thousand ten, and this is the. The intro to this episode where it's like we have to create a phony crisis right and it's all the fucking higher-ups and entertainment and other uh military stuff mm. and they're they're spot on hey let's create something that's easy to contain yeah uh kind of like the flu or something yeah yeah. yeah. so I meet the flu and then they're like all right so what could be the the main problem with the flu like 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 what could carry it right how about cats yeah fuck it. everyone loves cats everyone has cats right yeah. and boom they created the cat flu right which became like oh infested whatever blah 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 so everyone goes crazy and everyone gets sick yeah. everyone dies and they're like, oh yeah let's um like, oh we have this man-made fucking virus that we haven't tested out and in there nbc is like the joke whatever he's like so we haven't tested it out so nbc come here and then he gets close and he injected him with this virus and yeah. this virus And the dude just fucking Goes into a coma state and can't breathing yeah. So that represents another That's other Like a uh, warning To uh, Again yours was That episode was what 93 93 And bro. this was 2010 Still right? Nine before. years Yeah it's still yeah. nine years Before This outbreak
2: Yeah they also like paired it Or connected it also With the Ebola Outbreak Yeah That happened The swine flu
1: It's crazy It's too much of a
2: it's too many coincidences. Yeah, here's yeah, another one. Yeah, the Siegfried and Roy's tiger attack. Now so one, was,
0: but I mean that one.
2: Was it, it was a, that one was a
1: the, that was expected yeah, to happen. Like the tigers. Everyone gonna, saw that coming. Every,
2: Everyone saw that coming. Except
0: them. <laughs> this, except from, them. this from except season them.
2: five, episode ten, uh, called Springfield, or how I learned how to stop worrying and love legalizing gambling. And this was predicted in 1993, and it came true in 2003. So after Springfield decides to legalize gambling, Mr. Burns opens a casino where German magicians Gunter and Erst perform a routine seeming to spoof the long-running Las Vegas Siegfried and Roy show. Tragically, a bit in which the animated duo is attacked by the tiger came to fruition 10 years later when Roy Horn was mauled on stage by a white Bengal tiger, leaving him partially paralyzed and ending the long-running production. Another one, this one... I mean, you could call it a prediction or you could call it like, well, we saw this in technology, was FaceTiming.
3: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm,
2: Episode six, or season six, episode 19, titled Lisa's Wedding. It was predicted in 1995 and came true in 2010. In a futuristic installment, Lisa talks with Marge using her phone's video chat capabilities, predating the popular FaceTime feature that's in today's iPhones by 15 years
1: yeah and then and then going that behind the the, the New World Order and stuff mm-hmm. uh, they also mentioned that they do have like alien race part of this satanic cult right and that's where the technology is all these coming advancements from of all coming. these ideas are coming from and that's a perfect example of you know I, I don't think the internet was even fucking thought and well maybe it was but it wasn't popularized right. at all in 93 95 right
0: it was, but it wasn't our internet. Nah. It was the internet. The symptoms came out the same way as the internet. But the internet was the internet was a big thing, but it wasn't accessible to us. To us. Okay. It was still like this, like, oh, it's only for scientists and, yeah. and geniuses. But it was like a big thing. And yeah. when, it, when it started getting it popular, it was not been late 90s, early 2000s. That's when it was accessible to us because the computers became cheap.
2: Yeah. yeah. And it was crazy that 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 time, I forgot... I think it was like a, a newspaper or something that someone said that, oh, no one's going to freaking do, do the internet or use the internet. It's, this is just a fact. People are going to forget about it later on. <laughs> oh, no, boy, were they wrong. <laughs> that was Blockbuster. Oh, oh, that was just... Bro, that was Blockbuster. They are talking on. shit. Right, come on, come Who's come going to want to do Netflix? streaming? get the fuck
0: out of here. You don't we have me. a thousand stores in each city. Go fuck yourselves.
2: And they they fucked themselves hard. They fuck themselves. So there's zero
1: blockbusters, huh? Yeah, or there,
0: there's, there's one.
2: one. I was close to getting there. <laughs> it was in um up north, right? Yeah, it's an up. It's up in Oregon. It's up in I, Oregon, I think it's. I think it's Beaverton. I could be wrong, but it's somewhere in that area, like middle of Springfield? Oregon. Springfield? Nah, no, it's not Springfield. That's where we stayed. No, nah, it wasn't there. Um, but yeah, I wanted. We wanted to go see it, and they still do that, like.
0: If you can still get your blockbuster card from that. Yeah, place. you can still get your And they still do it the old school way where they punch hole your card. Oh, and yeah, get it man. To you. yeah. And then you I gotta wait. And then you gotta. Fuck those. Man. Imagine you wanted to watch something, you have to beg your parents to go. Yeah. That's fuck. how I rented my video games, dude.
1: But that was part of growing up.
0: Yeah, fuck that. Now it's just like, I'll just put it on.
1: All right. Oh, $199 rent. All right, cool. Boop. Now, now you yeah, yeah, but from remember, remember you wanted
0: to watch something you tell your dad's like, I'm too tired. You're like, oh, fuck. Or you go rent it. Oh, I want to go rent it. And someone else rented it. You're like, oh, fuck, now I got to run some other bullshit.
1: Yeah, you see that kid? Yeah, he just
2: ran into the game you wanted. True. Now yeah, you just. Take me home. Now. Do you, do you guys just... remember when Lolly's Pizza used to be uh, a video star? No, nah,
0: we never went over there.
2: No? No.
0: That side of Linwood was. We don't go to that side of Linwood. We want to talk about that side of Linwood. <laughs> the Damn. side that I live
2: in. Or I used to live in. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we don't cross the 105. <laughs> we are still on this side of the 105. You know, we went over there. The closest we went over there is for the panaderia. That's it. Oh, that's true. The Tijuana one. The that's one. true. Was right, that, we passing that. There's
2: there another video store across the street from that one. Yeah. That's, sh- from that's T.J. true. Backery. We never went to that area. No,
0: because we're. No. It's like in Lion King, like you know the part of the, sh- the
2: shadows. <laughs> yeah, the you shadows, go with the, the, the shadows dark, dark. E- the Everything the light touches is yours, Simba. What about this, the area that doesn't? Don't, don't f- talk shut about the
1: fuck up, Simba. <laughs> what the fuck did <laughs> I just say? <laughs>
0: don't, don't you ever Ever go Down Ross Cranes In Atlanta <laughs> We only went to Blockbuster As like a, Like Fuck it let's go to Blockbuster But usually we had our own Like little spot
1: Oh okay In, in Southgate yeah. yeah Shout out Southgate Fuck Southgate <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh that was just waiting for that But But yeah hmm.
2: But here's another FaceTime FaceTime How no face crazy bro. is that
1: dude just social media itself, I think, ruined the ten like the ten year anniversary for like high schools and stuff. The mm. fucking reunion. Mm. It's back then. All right, it, it it made sense, right? Where you you couldn't keep in That's touch true. with people. Right? You don't know what unless what the fuck numbers people and people are numbers doing, change. Though. It right back back then. It's like oh shit. All right, let's do this ten year fucking reunion thing. Oh, catch up. Cool. Now it's like you don't need that anymore. Cause yeah. you could keep and You could good. add and Follow any. Yeah exactly Some people
0: good. Are like good and, Imagine yeah. being forced To see people You don't wanna see Like bro I already. Did. I didn't it's wanna s- Family party. I didn't wanna
2: Fucking go to mine d- Did you go to yours Fuck no I Well get- because of COVID as well right Well that It got cancelled I yeah, yeah. got cancelled
1: Because of that shit I, don't, I but, think we I still I didn't get invited man. I think we still <laughs> did
2: ours Yeah But like There was all these Restrictions But regardless of the fact I'm like I'm friends with the people Who I who? met During high school Everyone but, else, I could give two shits about like The people yeah. that I
0: actually gave a fuck about in high school, I still see to this day. Fuck everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get invited. I got kicked out my junior year from high. Mm. To, sent to Vista High School. And then Vista was, when I graduated from Vista, yeah. Vista was still considered a high school. Now it's not a high school. Now it's a...
1: Vocational school?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, where, like, you could go and get your GED, but you could also train for, like, other shit.
1: Oh okay. for like
0: criminals <laughs> like you know what I mean <laughs> yeah yeah so like they're not gonna do a 10-year end like the like vocation no, no, yeah. yeah at yeah. least not for my year I, I was glad I was like bro.
2: another one was the <clears throat> the faulty voter machines this is from hmm. season 20 episode 4 called treehouse of horror it was predicted in 2008 it came true in 2012 so in a bit inspired by the 2008 presidential election Homer tries to vote for Barack Obama only to have the voting machine record his election as John McCain several times. Coincidentally, it came time for Obama to run for the second term in 2012. Video footage emerged of a Pennsylvania machine switching a vote from Obama to one of his his Republican opponents, Mitt Romney. The machine was reportedly taken out of commission. So like in the episode, he's he's clicking on Barack Obama. When he (laughs) clicks on it, it selects John McCain. Yeah. And then in this one, it wasn't John McCain, but it was Mitt Romney. But still like he was selecting Barack Obama and it just wouldn't accept it. It
1: was so funny that scene. It was He's like, like, I didn't want McCain. I want to change Obama third vote for McCain.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he kept on adding the <laughs> yeah, votes. Yeah. This one, I'm, I'm I'm, gonna be honest with y'all. I don't, I don't have enough freaking m- m- mathematical knowledge to understand this one, but it's called the God particle. This was Season 10, Episode 2, The Wizard of Evergreen Terrence, predicted in 1998, came true in 2012. Now there's there's this thing, the existence of the Higgs boson or the God Particle, a breakthrough that helps explain how everything in the universe has mass. It wasn't confirmed by physicians until 2012. But according to Dr. Simon Singh, the author of The Simpsons and the Mathematical Secrets, after Homer decided to become an, an inventor, in the Wizards of Evergreen Terrans, he was pictured standing in front of a blackboard with an equation that predicted the mass of the yet-to-be-discovered particle. If you work it out, you get the mass of the Higgs boson that's only a bit larger than the nano mass of the Higgs boson actually is, he told the Impenit*. It's kind of amazing as Homer makes his prediction 14 years before it was actually discovered. So there's an episode where he has his really crazy mathematical equation that I have no fucking clue how the fuck it makes sense.
0: Isn't that the episode where he takes off the crayon?
2: I don't know. He was writing on a chalkboard. Yeah,
0: because I remember there's that episode where he takes off the crayon from his brain. I'm I'm, going to talk about that later on in the episode. But it's that episode where he proves that God doesn't exist. (laughs) Like, through math Uh, and stuff. I think it might be that one. I, one. I, I, I could be wrong.
2: But he, like, writes it down and shit and then they put it side by side to what the... This the actual equation was, and it is like freaking deathly similar. Well, I, I mean, yeah, because like I, I think the equation has been around for decades. It's just no one's been able to solve it. Solve it. Yeah. That's funny. Fucking Homer. Yep. Speaking of FaceTiming and technology, we got smartwatches. this Those from season six, episode nineteen, called Lisa's Wedding, predicted in 1995, came true in 2014. When Lisa visits a fortune seller at a Renaissance fair, viewers are transported 15 years into the future to 2010, a time when wristwatch communication technology exists. However, even the Simpsons future society was a little ahead of its time. A modern voice recognition enabled smartwatches weren't rolled out until
0: 2014. But isn't in that episode, isn't the thing a hologram, not, not the actual thing, or is it a picture in the phone? It's the picture in the phone. I thought it was a hologram.
2: Yeah. But it to be honest, it looks like it looked like one of those, like, I guess I don't know if you like you've seen old school 007 movies and stuff. It's one of those. It's one of those. And then, like it almost looked like an old Casillo that opened up like a flip phone and then they talked into it. Oh. Was, yeah. This one was a trip. Disney's Fox Takeover. Yo, At man. Season ten, episode five, called When You Dish Upon a Star predicted 1998 actually came true in 2017. After a trip to Springfield, Dr. Ron Howard pitches a screenplay that Homer wrote to producer Brian Glazer at the 20th Century Fox. At the beginning of the scene, a sign can be seen that reveals a company is now, quote, a division of Walt Disney Co. Cut to nearly 20 years later, and this sale is officially underway with the news breaking that Disney has reached a deal To acquire sixty six point one billion worth of Fox on December fourteenth of twenty seventeen. So you know you know the typical Century Twenty Fox like freaking logo? (laughs) Yeah. It's it's that. And in the bottom it says a division of Walt Disney Co. This was in nineteen ninety eight. This one was a trip. Team USA Olympic curling win. This is from season 21, episode 12, Boy Meets Curl, predicted in 2010, came true in 2018. This was Team USA's men's curling team defeated Sweden in a shocking upset at the 2018 Olympics that, that brought yet another Simpson storyline to real-life fruition. <clears throat> Mirroring events from the 2010 episode in which Marge and Homer made it into the U.S., Mixed doubles curling team The Americas came behind To their February 25th Matchup with Sweden To capture gold At the Winter Games In the uh, Xiong Chang So This was a An Olympics game That actually happened Literally frame for frame From the the Simpsons Episode that happened in 2010 Frame So Frame for frame It was The finals or whatever And in in this game, it was Homer and his family up against the Swedes. Yeah. And so they were representing... (laughs) The fucking Swedes, Swedes, bro. The Swedes. The fucking Swedes.
1: Okay, okay.
2: And so they were representing USA. And you know what curling is, right? Yeah. The fucking shit with the giant rock that spins on ice and shit. Yeah. And... Have you ever played curling before? I want to,
1: dude. Have you tried it? I never tried it. I never give no fucks about curling, but it looks fun. I want to. Pop a beer with your boys and then play it. That sounds like fun. Play competitively? It's not for me. i am be honest. I ain't gonna lie to you, Chief. It's not for me.
2: I'm gonna be honest. I think I prefer this over baseball.
1: You prefer this over baseball? Damn, you offended a lot of people. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Why? Why I prefer this? Yeah. why, Why do I not like baseball? Wait, well, you don't like baseball? I'm not a big fan of baseball.
1: Watching, and playing.
2: I prefer playing over watching for sure. Yeah. Okay. It's not a big fan. Yeah. Okay. It's like, it's like remember how we talked about, Mar playing Mar versus Capcom versus playing Street Fighter.
1: Yeah. Okay. The pace of it. The
2: pace. Okay. The pace is not for me.
1: Oh, you feel like it's too slow. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. That's a fair. That's a fair. Um, fair argument right, right there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's not fast enough for you. I get it. Yeah, unless yeah, you're yeah. a bitch. So, so, yeah, it makes sense. But uh, I don't yeah, know. Wow, okay. I don't know how that curling. has to do with anything. Oh, 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 but well, anyways, curling, curling, fucking a. Yo, yo, y'all choose curling over baseball. I huh? think I'll, I'll choose curling over baseball. Okay, okay,
2: okay. But anyways, in this episode, um, it was them against the Swedes, and literally the same thing happened in 2018, eight years later, and that was the final matchup. USA versus Sweden and then USA takes a dub.
1: Yeah, damn, see, that's crazy cuz then cuz there's another conspiracy where we we have the predictions, uh-huh then we have the Illuminati. Uh-huh. Okay, and then we have also something else time traveling.
2: Right? Oh, that they go into the future that like that they go to the future. They're like, all right what's Someone happen with the, Yeah, someone
1: yeah. someone that went to the future. Uh, they, they, I mean, first of all, first of all, if you went to the future and you came back and you gave me this bullshit, USA winning fucking curling Olympics, hey, bro, I'll,
2: I'm, slap I'm mad as
1: fuck. Out of all the things you could have come back with, you come back with fucking curling look, look, all you curling fans out there, look, prior to you, you know, everyone's entitled to like what they like, but god damn, man, curling, that motherfucking time travel to see a fucking fight. That fucking must be a curling fact, you know.
2: True, but you know what? Has to be. What if, what if they they had one day, right, to go to the future, and do this thing? Okay, they okay, grab okay. as many facts as they can that happen that are significant at that time, they bring it back to our time, or bring it back in the past.
1: So this is just a this fucking brought, uh, last yeah. minute. So oh. This is just like, oh hey, by the oh, way, this what happened. Yeah,
2: I, I doubt they went over there and they're like, hey, bro, can't believe what happened. What?
1: USA wins the curling. So, have you heard of curling? No. Well, it's in the Olympics. Oh, that, okay, that makes sense. Okay, guess who wins the fucking finals? I don't know who. USA. USA. I'm punching that motherfucker (laughs) right in the goddamn jaw. Big bong, fucking curling. Uh... And uh, let's move on. Yeah. yeah. But, but I give him credit if it's like, like you said, hypothetically speaking, if it was a one-day trip, you're limited with time, go fucking get some stuff. Boom. He goes, comes back. He's like, fuck, what do I got? Oh, you need 10, motherfucker. You need 10 new ideas. And it's, oh, currently. you say one yeah. currently. All right, cool. Then I'll be like, all right, last minute stuff. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. But that was his main goal. That, was, that his... was his main attraction. I'm punching that motherfucker <laughs> in the mouth.
2: And last but not least, this one you actually brought up. The NSA spying scandal. Oh, there it is. It there is it in twenty seven two thousand and seven the Simpsons leaped into the big screen with its predictions not so far behind. When March discussed her plan to out the government secrets, we were taken to the headquarters of the National Security Agency. Inside there's a full room of Maulers and a whole staff listening to phone calls in hopes of catching America's most wanted. It was almost as if the real NSA was listening in the film. As in 2013, Edward Snowden revealed to the public numerous secret surveillance programs the agency was operating. So remember the, the, I think it was the WikiLeaks, right? Edward Snowden. I think Snowden was WikiLeaks. Yeah, right. Where he like he just exposed a shit he, ton of information. He stayed hiding
1: in the UK embassy. Yeah. Yeah. Ha. Simpsons didn't predict that, huh? Because we were talking. Uh, we're saying. Okay, we have the predictions, right? That conspiracy prediction. am just oh just guessing and blah blah blah. Right? And then we have fucking um the Illuminati, right? World order of them planning this out, right? And then time travel. Okay, we talked about time travel. Okay, of them being, you know, fucking time travelers and go up ahead or whatever, blah blah blah. Mm. And then going back to the Simpsons and and um, and the family crossover episode, mm-hmm. okay. You mentioned earlier, like, this show's still fucking going on, okay? What if—this is my two cents—what if, okay, the, any of that is a nuclear bat, nuclear blast, okay? Mm-hmm. That's where the, the sun represents the new rising age, mm-hmm. okay? So I'm thinking this is going to happen when the Simpsons—wait, they're still going, correct? Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna, right? This that's gonna happen when the Simpsons
2: end. We're done.
1: So I have a feeling when they announce, like, we're no longer blah blah blah, that's where shit's gonna hit the fan. That it's gonna be the rising so, of a new so age. You think,
0: so you think they're gonna try to kill F kill off everybody? That's gonna be the ending of the Simpsons.
1: Yeah, I think so. There, I think so. There's a famous fan theory
0: that I don't talk about that I'm not gonna talk about, but they're gonna say this because the Simpsons is based off of Matt Groening's life. It's his family. Okay. Alright, so they're saying Bart is he's Bart. He's Bart. He's Bart. Oh. Bart is him. So they're saying Matt groaning, he's Bart. He's, he's Bart. Okay. So they're saying the show's gonna end with Bart Simpson creating The Simpsons. So it's gonna like one of those oh, the, snake shit. Eating, the snake eating the snake eating its tail it's up, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh So it's gonna be like that's how the that's how The Simpsons is gonna end with Bart like, you know what, I wanna create a show off of my, my family. family. Fucking came out of nowhere. Speaking of fuckers that came out of nowhere, the Simpsons, like I said, like we've been talking about, they are chock full of conspiracies on top of conspiracies. But some of the wildest ones, the ones that I like hearing the most are the fan theories. Like the totally out there ones, not not even totally out there. Person like these are Simpson nerds are like they start piecing things together because like one of the things like one of the like one of the um, oppositions or the contradiction uh, of the of the Simpsons predictions mm-hmm. is like we're only noticing the the parallels that ha- actually happen. Right, we're not noticing the other billions that they predicted that didn't right. happen. Right, so it's just like because like the Simpsons, Matt Groening, them they are geniuses at be at having of being you know having the pulse of the culture being a pop culture they know what's going on yeah so it's easy for you to write oh this is what's going on let's just write about it let's just write about it let's just right. write about it so for every 10 20 30 things they write about one comes true 10 years later so it's one of those things where it's like if you write long enough and you're and you'll, you know, you'll eventually you're, you're eventually kind of like the whole nostradamus thing like you know yeah. people are like oh nostradamus predicted this is this is this, this, this yeah we have for every one prediction of Nostradamus, we have. 10-9 that didn't come true. So yeah. it's like one of those things. Like if you shoot, you know, you, you, you shoot at, you know, if you shoot enough, you know, if you shoot enough at the wall, something's gonna eventually going to stick. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be one of those. That's where they predict. That's the opposition of the predictions. Things like, yeah, I mean, if you think long enough, you know, you're going to something's going to stick. Yeah, yeah. This one's different. These are fans connecting dots that maybe aren't there. And it's just that just coincidentally match, and some of these are fucking. They just ins- have you thinking like, ins- how the Yeah, fuck? some insane. Like for example, like one of the That's ones. What we got? That's what like, we got, the- Moses. One of the ones that got me addicted to like the whole fan theory thing mm-hmm. was the first one I ever heard. Of. This was in middle school. There's how the whole show is all part of Homer's imagination. So the whole show is all part of Homer's imagination. I was like, what? So, this fan theory has been around for almost as long as the show. And many of us have heard about this theory in one way or another, but for those of you who haven't, who haven't heard it, the theory stems from an episode in season four titled "Homer the Heretic." So in this episode, so this episode deals with Homer not wanting to go to church, and he has a fucking fantastic time because of it. He doesn't go to church. He's like fuck this, and he doesn't think he has a oh, blast. Well, it turns out he had a little too much fun because God becomes aware. He's like, Homer didn't go to church? What the fuck? And he actually visits Homer in his sleep. And it's during this dream where Homer and God have a conversation. And this is how this is how the conversation goes.
3: God, I gotta ask you
0: something. What's the meaning of life? Homer, I can't tell you that. Come on. You'll find out when you die.
2: I can't wait that long.
0: You can't wait six months? No, tell me now. Well... Okay, the meaning of life is... Well, if we fast forward
3: six exactly minutes.
0: six months, we get an episode called So It Comes to This. And this is a hilarious episode that I, that when I read it, I'm like brought back so many fucking memories. In this episode, Homer plays a series of practical jokes on Bart. On Bart. To get even, Bart shakes up a can of Homer's beer with a paint shaker. You okay. guys remember that episode? No. So he puts it up and he goes to like Home Depot and he puts the cans have paint shake and it shakes up for, for fucking forever. Yeah. So then Home, then it's Bart just like a fucking taking time bomb. So he just puts it in the fridge. Yeah. Homer opens the can and it results in a huge explosion that lands Homer in the hospital where he goes into a coma. At Homer's bedside. The Simpson family, they reminisce, they talk about the moments relevant to Homer's life, you know, just talking about Homer and things of that nature, remembering, and the episode ends with Homer waking up from the coma and choking Bart. Well, this is where the fan theory comes to full effect. What if Homer never actually woke up from his coma? Because it's kind of convenient that Homer's asleep, coma, and then he just wakes up and immediately starts choking Bart. Yeah. Like, what if that's where his imagination starts. That's uh-huh. where Homer's in coma and then sort of this deep sleep is medically induced or whatever you want that RAM thing where he's in a coma. Uh-huh. That's where it starts. And from this point going forward in the show every Simpsons episode is in Homer's imagination. That's why for example that's why the characters never age after this point. Oh. Homer is subconsciously aware of the time passing which is why in which is why his mind will update his memory according to the age he thinks he is. So even though he doesn't get older because he doesn't know how old he is going to look when he gets older, everything else changes. There's a new Thanksgiving, there's a new Merry Christmas because he's had, he knows the passing of time, Uh but he doesn't know what he's going to look like five years from now, so no one ages because it's all in his imagination. And that's also why episodes after this season become wackier and wackier. Especially compared to those of earlier seasons. For example, plot lines prior to Homer's coma Bart cheats on an IQ test. Homer tries to give up drinking. Marge considers cheating on Homer. Lisa has a crush on a teacher. Nothing crazy. Very realistic. Very realistic. Yeah. These are, and then post coma plot lines. Let's see what we got. Homer goes to space. Nice. Principal Skinner is an imposter. Mr. Burns captures the Loch Ness Monster. Homer works for a supervillain who takes over the East Coast. Bart and Homer buy a racehorse and discover the secret land of jockeys. Do you remember that episode? Yeah. So Homer's imagination, it just goes fucking nuts. There's literally nothing that can stop him from dreaming up whatever he wants. Mm. Whether it's fantasies involving him winning Grammys... Marge getting breast implants and Maggie always saving him from dying like for drowning for example. Mm. Also that explains why there are so many celebrities in Homer's life. People in comas can sometimes hear what people in the same room are saying. While he, while he can't physically react, what if Homer's mind processes this information and includes it in his dream? Like for example, what if Homer hears the radio that the nurse that's attending him has on and the radio's playing Lady Gaga and then bam we have Lady Gaga on the Simpsons episode Mm -hmm. or the Simpsons they visit Homer and they're talking they're talking to one another about the new Mel Gibson movie that they're about to go see and then bam now we have a whole episode with Homer and Mel Gibson winking at each other so there's this one last thing and it involves Homer's question of God about what his purpose in life is, and imma post a small excerpt from one of my sources for this segment that answers this question beautifully. Going back to Homer's conversation with God, what is the meaning of life, or at least Homer's life? Well, life can have different meaning for different people, and a purpose or and a purpose or reason for one's existence can be as unique as their fingerprints. For Homer, His grand purpose is obvious. He is here to entertain. His dreams, his imaginative adventures have provided billions with amusement and will continue to do so for decades. So Homer's meaning of life is you're going to entertain people. This is why you can stay in a coma and your adventures are going to be wackier and wackier because your your meaning of life is to entertain us. And you can entertain us if you are in a coma. So that's a kind of...
1: That's a very dark, dark...
0: That's kind of fucked up. But it make, I mean,
1: but for this theory, it makes sense.
0: You know what I mean? Another one. Here's another big theory. Homer is actually wealthy and not as poor as he makes himself out to be. Okay. So we know that Homer is supposed to be this miserable blue collar guy working a menial job that pay him that pays him a low wage, right? Mm-hmm. But did you ever stop and really pay attention to Homer and his lifestyle? There's an episode called Homer's Enemy, where we are introduced to his new coworker, Frank Grimes, who is shocked to find out the life Homer made for himself. He points out that he has this large house, he calls it a mansion, two cars, and he has lobsters for dinner. How can he afford all this if he really does work a menial job? What if I tell you that there's a theory out there saying That Homer is able to afford this lifestyle because he still receives large residual checks from his younger days and when he used to play in a band. Oh, that's right. In the season five premiere, we are introduced to the B-Sharps, Homer's Barbershop Quartet. Do you remember Mm -hmm. that episode? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Which also includes Apu, Barney, and Principal Skinner. Mm-hmm. In the episode, we see that they had, they had short lived fame, but it reached fucking beetle like heights. one of those mania all around them, which means they were fucking popular. And it's because of this, and it's because of this band that Homer is able to afford the lifestyle he has. In fact, it explains why everybody else in the band lives the lives they do. For example, Barney. He is still able to pay for. It, and keep adding to his insane beer tab. His in- tab is so insane that there's an episode that it took NASA to figure out his beer tab to mow And you can't, you know, and he keeps paying it off, which is why he's able to add to it, and he's able to do this because of those residual checks. Apu, we know Apu was a bachelor during his younger days, and actually had a beautiful house in the suburb, in the suburbs, with a kick-ass Pontiac Firebird. He's able to spoil Manjula on Valentine's Day with extravagant gifts. And it isn't until he has eight kids that he has to scale down his lifestyle. How many kids? Eight. He has eight kiddos. He has eight kids. And after he has these eight kids, he's like, all right, these checks probably won't be enough. So let me get a side job. That's he Mm. works at the Quickie Mart. Oh. And then Skinner. Skinner lives in a big house that looks like it's in a rich area. And he only lives with his mother. Which he feels guilty for because he left her alone for years because he was a POW during the Vietnam War. Which is why he lets her boss him around, he lets her spend his money and invested in projects such as Fleeta Pita.
1: Then there's also
0: but but wasn't that Skinner the fake skinner?
1: Yeah, he was a fake skinner. Well Right, because it was his it was someone who died. It was he, his it was a sergeant. Switched, it was he a sergeant. Switched, yeah. yeah, he switched uh dog tags. And, and then he came he, back. He came back as Skinner.
0: I mean, but he, because he still comes back as Skinner, he's still getting the checks.
1: Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah, yeah
0: I love I love that fucking episode. That was crazy. It was it was one of those good few episodes where you're like, oh that's kinda that's kinda cool. Yeah. How Skinner actually died and then his homie's like, I'll live on for you. And then he he went to go present the mom the flag, right? Yeah. And the mom was like, Skinner,
1: is that you? And he's like, yes, mother. Yeah. And that's when he... he, Well, because Skinner was still alive, though. No, Skinner had died. Because remember Skinner came back, the real Skinner? And that's when they found out he was an imposter because real Skinner came back. but it It was a whole fuck show. But then everyone saw Skinner as the, you know, whatever. And, yeah, as a fake Skinner. And then at the end, they accepted him Like, ah, oh, you know what, you are the real Skinner. So they told, so told the real Skinner, to fuck off. And he became the <laughs> <a> real Skinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So Don't then, about you. So then uh, another thing that adds to that whole why Homer's able to afford this house, why he's able to fuck off at work, have these two cars, never really struggle with money, is that there's also this theory that Homer is able to afford all of this because he owns the Denver Broncos. In oh. season eight, Homer is gifted the Denver Broncos. Today they're worth over 3 billion dollars, but back in 2012 when he was gifted Broncos. they were worth a little over a billion. And this gives Homer the freedom to do all the things he does and take as much time off from work as he wants. Obviously owning the Broncos could afford you much more than that, but he has but he has to remember. Nope. Obviously, owning the Broncos could afford you much more than he has. But remember, one, Homer's an idiot. Two, he doesn't give a fuck about the Broncos. He probably forgot he owns them. He doesn't keep track of them or what they are worth. Because remember, he's like, the Broncos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so there's that, why he's able to afford the shit he has. Because he still gets those checks. Yep. And here's another wild, wild theory. That Bart was a stonecutter. And was one even before Homer was. Bart himself? Bart Simpson. And you guys mentioned the Stonecutters, which is yeah. basically their version of the Masons. Yeah. The, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, loom- yeah, Brotherhood. So, in the 12th episode of the sixth season, Homer the Great, we're introduced to the secret organization, the Stonecutters, which I think most of us would agree is one of the greatest Simpson episodes ever. In that episode, we learned that one could become a Stonecutter. If they are, A, the son of a stonecutter, or B, they save the life of a stonecutter. Oh. In the episode, Blood Feud, from the second season, Bart donates blood in order to save Mr. Burns' life. And we see that Mr. Burns is part of the stonecutters, therefore making Bart eligible to be a stonecutter. Right? So that's how, that's the eligibility angle for Bart. (laughs)
1: Because he saved the life of, he Mr. donated Burns. blood to Mr. Burns to Mr.
0: Burns' artist stone cutter. So you saved the life of one, so you can become yeah. one. So when Homer begins noticing Lenny and Carl getting special treatment at work, he becomes very curious as to what's going on. He explains to the family at dinner that he feels as though there's a conspiracy going on. To which Bart states something along the lines of, "Yeah, a conspiracy. Do you think maybe Lenny and Carl were involved in the Kennedy assassination?" So he makes this smart ass remark, but what's interesting about this statement isn't his sarcasm or what he said, which Bart is known for, but it's worth noting that when he says the word conspiracy, he gives Homer a wink, maybe implying a subtle attempt to throw Homer off the trail of discovering the secret that they are part of the stonecutters. So later on in the episode after Homer's found out to be the chosen one, because remember he has the birthmark that's the logo of the fucking thing. He's sitting at home, and he's having this like philo- philosophical debate with Lisa about divine power, and then Homer just says, "Take the girl away," and Bart immediately grabs Lisa, takes her away, and then he gives Homer a bow after doing so. Why oh. would he bow? If it's you know what I mean? So he's he's, he's the listen, son.
1: He not yeah he's doing he's it because son, but he's a chosen one. He's the chosen one, yeah. and because of the poor
0: son, yes sir, and he bows <laughs> and he fucks off.
1: Whatever you want, bam.
0: So some people may ask the girl away. <laughs> so some people may ask, why wasn't he at the meeting then? Because remember, there's a meeting and we don't see Bart. Mm. Well, we see that Homer was given the number 908 when he was initiated. Considering Mo mentioned to Homer there's hundreds of Stonecutters chapters across the world, it makes sense that each chapter has their own member numbers. Mm. So it's obvious from the dinner song, seeing that there's barely a hundred people at the table, possibly meaning that it's not even a requirement for a member to be at every meeting. And lastly, one of the parts that one of the things that gives that make, gives more credence to this conspiracy is that the stonecutters are a secret organization that values greed, power and privilege. Definitely a group that Bart would love to be a part of. True. Um, so when I was reading that, I was like that makes so fucking sense. Another one that's crazy to think about because it kind of contradicts the whole show is that the Simpsons were all geniuses. What? So let's face it, everyone in Springfield, and not just the Simpsons, they aren't exactly the sharpest tools in the shed.
2: If you know what I mean. In not, the shed. They're not the creme of the creme.
0: Yeah, if you know what I mean. You know what I mean? Even the town's professor, Professor Fink, he's always fucking up his gadgets and he's almost always going up in flames. Whatever he invents, he's supposed to be the smartest man. Is that the in dude in with, the, 10,
2: with the glasses but you can't see his eyes?
0: That Yes he's fuck. always fucking up his, he's always fucking up his own inventions everyone's not everyone's
2: everyone's fucking up something
0: dumb right every, everyone from everyone every everyone then there's little Lisa Simpson who seems to not only be the brightest and most gifted student at Springfield Elementary but she's always the moral compass of everyone she meets she's always telling everyone to do the right thing this is what you do and everyone kind of listens to her which is impressive on its own, that she's this genius and she does all of this. But when you stop and think about her gene pool and that it isn't exactly the best, mm. it all becomes more impressive. Because remember, Homer is, he's Homer. Bart, he's struggling just to get out of the fourth fucking grade. See? Marge, she isn't the brightest when it comes to like emotional intelligence. Mm. And also, it doesn't help that all the male Simpsons suffer from the dumb gene. The dumb gene, at least according to the show. If you guys remember that episode, how up to a certain point, the male Simpsons just decline. They just go dumb. But there's (coughs) this fan theory floating around. What if everyone from Maggie to Abe Simpson are actually geniuses, but instead choose to suppress their own intelligence in order to be happy. We always see the toll of Lisa's genius on her. She's always depressed and anxious. And she doesn't have any friends. While everyone else is usually having the time of their lives without a care in the world. And here are little proofs that each member of the Simpsons is not as dumb as they make themselves out to be. Grandpa, he may be senile now, but his flashbacks saw him doing a number of things that require a variety of skills, such as being a fighter pilot, an accomplished pian, an accomplished pianist that suggests that he at least, at the very least, has an above average intelligence. Marge, she was an excellent student growing up, straight A's, but she chose a life as a housewife because it's what made her happy. And this is important because everyone besides Lisa chooses happiness over intelligence. Homer would be one of the most smartest men to ever live, except for the crayon he had lodged in his brain at an early age. See? Remember, when the crayon was briefly removed, he becomes a genius. He does things like provide, provide, proving that God doesn't exist. That's one of the many things he does while he's a fucking, let's take the crayons out but he put it back in in order to avoid being shunned from his friends and family. Unlike Marge, his choice is more serious, miserable but a genius, or happy but a moron. Mm. And Bart essentially makes the same decision as Homer but at a much younger age and without having to lodge a fucking crayon up his nose, in one episode he is shown to have been incredibly gifted when he was younger, but his grades steadily declined as he got older. Why? That episode would have you believe it was because of the Simpson gene. Which makes all male Simpsons idiots. But there's also this one episode where Homer finds out he has a brother, Herb, and he has a successful car business, which proves that the dumb gene doesn't really affect everybody. But the removal of the crayon for Homer's brain... And his boost in intelligence proved that to be wrong. So instead, Bart witnessed that despite his father's many faults and crippling stupidity, he's happy. This was proof for him that ignorance is indeed bliss. So he decides to follow in his father's path and puts his intelligence. But his intelligence leaks through on several occasions when it comes to pranks, which are original and always clever, but yet his denial of his intelligence stops him from succeeding at school even when he wants to, and he torments Lisa because he feels bad for her and wants her to make the same decision that he and Homer did. So Lisa only reinforces his decision because of how unhappy she is. Her intelligence will never bring her happiness and she is by far the saddest and mopiest character, but for better or worse, she has decided to just stick it out. Maggie, being an infant, has not been forced to make this decision yet, but it seems as intelligent as the rest of her family. One time rescuing Homer from a crazed tow truck driver, and she will have to make the same choice with two examples, her brother and sister, to guide her, but like Lisa said when she became the first female president. As intelligence goes up, happiness often comes down. Mm. All right, so those are some of the longer, like fan theories that span through episodes that you just start, where people start piecing things together. Those were kind of wild. We're like, damn, those are kind of those kind of flip the show on its head. Those those fan theories, <coughs> yeah. And then there are other more funny, hilarious fan theories. Like for example, these are my Flanders. Mm-hmm. did you guys know she was a sociopath and tried to kill ned flanders in the show before she passed away hey, what? so according to a fan theory that first appeared in the no homers fan site Maud flanders she was a sociopath the poster the guy who posted this diversity pumpkin points to several scenes that suggest Maud hated ned and wanted to kill her husband Before her death in season 11. On several occasions, be it during a bear attack, an imminent comment, or just rooftop danger, Maude either left Ned for dead or showed no concern for his well being. After she passes away, the imprint on her bed is facing away from Ned. So when he goes to bed, it's facing away from Ned, meaning that she spent every night facing away from her husband uh, she, just, she just didn't like it. she just hated fucking the Flanders another hilarious hilarious theory was the mole man race
1: wait, wait, wait. how did she die again Football.
0: t-shirt yeah t-shirt, t-shirt Homer
1: wanted a shirt yeah He's there, I want a shirt and, and then, then he ducks. shot it and he ducks <laughs> and, and then he
0: fucking hits, hits, he hits her mod.
1: okay you okay. remember that
0: they are at the very top of the bleachers
2: yeah yeah
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah and
2: that's she like, dies. <laughs> she dies. Yeah,
1: she's literally all the way on top, and then Homer asked for his shirt, so he, so he shot it off like a like cannon, some shit, yeah. full speed. He ducks for something, goes over him, hits her in the chest, and she falls off from the stadium Do you remember? Me. Do you remember that episode premiered on on, on the
0: Sunday? How le- how leading up to it, all the commercials were like one Simpson character gonna die. Who is it? So they show the thing shooting up, and they show everybody's character. Is it Homer? Is it Marge? And you're like, "What? Who the fuck's gonna die?" And you're watching, you, watch it and you no. find out it's fucking Maud. Yeah. Like,
2: ah, but still, you're like, "Oh
0: shit, she's fucking
2: yeah, she she's dead. fucking dead."
1: Yeah, dead.
2: They kill off a character.
1: What season was this? I don't remember. Eleven. Oh, shit. Another. I wonder why they killed her off
0: probably just probably need to do something different like oh add a new spice now Ned, Flanders yeah now yeah cause they're like oh now Ned's a fucking a single father he's the most religious remember that's when he starts having these like episodes with God like do you even exist yeah. and he has his whole existential crisis with, with Ned or whatever Ned has his whole existential crisis
1: yeah sure, that makes sense you know? nothing at all nothing, nothing at all stupid six Flanders.
0: <laughs> <All right. laughs> so another fucking thing Hilarious fan theory is the MoMan Man race. The MoMan Man race. So over the Simpsons long run, you remember Hans Molman. The old man on the crane that's always dying. Yeah. The old yeah. yeah. So Hans Moman, he suffers repeated fatal injuries as a running joke. He's the Kenny of the Simpsons. He's yeah, fucking every time someone say, dies, he's, 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 he's Kenny that guy. fucking dies. So theory is and
2: ignored every yeah. time. So, when he dies, no one
0: cares? Yeah, or like he dies in the background. And me, like, oh, yeah, me, uh, <laughs> okay. just, just keep going, just keep going. So a theory suggests that each of these moments is actually a different person. Someone ex- So a commentator expands on this theory, writing, they are a race of human mole hybrids that live under Springfield. In their gradual attempt to take over the world, they are taking up jobs one by one in Springfield. But luckily, though, Homer's shenanigan kills them off as fast as they come to the surface. Mm. And then this theory is further supported by the season 11 episode, Hello Gooder, Hello Fodder, where Homer encounters an actual race of underground moment. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of hilarious. And then I think there's an episode where the, the Simpsons, they all get fat and they turn into a huge ball and they break down into the... Like, there's th- something happens where there's a huge ball of fat people or something, and then they're just going through Springfield and then they collapse the street. And as they go down, they find a bunch of, like a Moment City underground and shit. What? Where, like people mowing. Uh, yeah, I don't remember that at all. So I have two more, which are not likely, but still fun to think about. It's still out there. Okay.
1: Yeah. Let's see. And they both Let's involve Barney. Got. Barney? The dinosaur? Hey, can you guys do Barney's voice? The, the dinosaur? No,
0: no fucking oh, Barney from The Simpsons.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want know fucking try to do Barney from fucking uh, uh, the, for the the fucking kids show? Try. It. No, I
0: thought you were gonna flex on us.
1: <laughs> I, nah, man, I was genuinely asking. That's, I, your, I, that's your hidden talent, sir. Well, I'll be mad as fuck <laughs> if that's my hidden talent. It's gonna remain hidden if that's a fucking case. Well,
0: you could if you could make Barney's voice from The Simpsons. You know how much that money he makes? per Episode probably makes a like hundred grand an episode.
1: Do it <laughs> yeah I can't I can't I can't as much as uh, great that sounds I I I, I can't I can't Can so, you, I, I know you want to bitch. try I don't
2: watch enough Simpsons to remember all the voices to be aged.
0: so one of these fan theories suggests that Barney is Nelson's dad say what so one fan theory that's been around for a long time now claims that Barney Gumble is Nelson's biological dad. Nelson often tells the tale of how his father went out for a pack of cigarettes and just never, never came back. Not. Plus, whenever you both see Barney and Nelson together in a scene, which barely happens, but it has happened, you can't help but notice they fucking look almost identical to exactly. one another. Exactly. It's not hard to see how Barney might have walked out on his child and headed over to Mo's just one day, only never to fucking head back. Got some drink, forgot he had a family. That makes Barney that much worse as a character. But, you know, it's it's plausible, you know. Yes, we're aware that there have been episodes that show Nelson's father. But isn't it possible that Nelson isn't his son? Barney is the actual dad. And then he walked out on Nelson as a kid. And his mom married this other guy that Nelson thinks is his dad. Mm. because Remember, Nelson and his dad don't look anything alike. But when you see Barney and Nelson, you're like, hmm... Fucking sus. But uh, one of the things that kind of that kind of fucks that theory is oh. that fucks that theory up is the same theory with um, Officer Williams and um, what's his son? No, uh, Ralph. They also don't look alike. Yeah, they don't look alike for their father and son. Right. Officer Williams, remember he has the pig nose. Yeah, and he has the blue hair. Fucking Ralph he has regular nose and he's bald. He's like little strands. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of the things is. They didn't say they were father and son Until season 4 of the show But they were characters already So it could be one of those things Where Barney and, and Nelson Barney and Nelson They were already part of the show And it's like Oh they just happen to look alike And the fans are like Oh wait But maybe they look alike Because of this Yeah But mm-hmm. well, lastly Before we end this episode One of the most hilarious ones Is Barney And Mo Are the same person What? So, the, this fan theory says that Barney and Moe are the same person. So, a fan wrote about this on Reddit. Seeking to change his depressing life, he bullies Professor Fink into using his time machine to change his childhood under the pseudonym Barney Gumble. This was Moe. But he walks into Moe's and forgets his mission and stays there. Because he knows, I'm supposed to do something here. But I don't know what it is.
1: Is that why he lives there? Yeah, that's why he fucking lives there because he like, gets so drunk he just forgets. He just forgot. He just forgot, and he just forever fucking stays there.
0: And there are also like other like fun theory, like a little fun theories how Mo always knows it's Bart, where Bart prank calls him, but just he's like, oh, I'm just gonna let him do it because he finds it fun. There's also there's a bunch of the hilarious. There's, I'm telling you, we could make episodes on episodes on The Simpsons. I'm surprised. I'm I'm almost positive there are countless of simpsons podcasts just dedicated to simpsons but yeah that was one of those um this is one of those innocent episodes where we're like fuck it let's let's dive into something a little more different for us than you know than the usual spooky IRL IRL cuz i mean even though this does deal with the illuminati so it's still in our our well, house yeah
1: yeah you know what i mean what was your guys favorite episode for the simpsons Right off the bat, The first one you, you, you top of your head that you will always remember, In the one with
2: right Ned Flanders, right?
1: Neighbor, yeah, yeah, the neighbor. Ned Flanders Christian, where, where he Harkin. like
2: just fucking breaks out of of his niceness and goes back to the time when he was like freaking piece of shit of a kid.
1: Oh yeah, because he was always a piece of shit. He, he was, was a, always a piece. of shit. He was a fucking piece of shit. And then really? as a kid, yeah, 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 he was a piece of shit. And then he went to, uh, I don't know where the fuck he went. And then he suppressed. Uh, he suppressed like school or something. Yeah, then he suppressed all that anger and stuff yeah. and, and and directed it towards God. Yeah. 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 That's looked, like when Homer pushes him uh, to the limit, he sometimes fucking brings that out of him. Yeah, because
2: they, they, like, fuck up his house or something like that. And they were building it, and they're like, look, we we made you your house. And it's
1: all fucked up. Oh, it's all fucked up. And then he goes <laughs> in, and the thing yeah. falls. yeah, yeah. 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 What's yours? Mine, surprisingly, it's the one where they get tricked by the fucking uh, um um uh I forgot words uh Ferris wheel a uh, carnival the the two carnies the dad and the son they get tripped they get tricked tricked yeah yeah okay. no when 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 uh when they had to do something and then uh, they told Homer and Bart hey can you guys take care of my stand real quick. Whatever it's so simple, and then they fucked up bad, and then the whole karma went to shit. And then he was like, "Oh, you ruined our life. That that's where we live." Blah blah blah. And then they're like, "You know what? You you can live with us." And then they live with them for a while, oh. and then and then they lock them out.
2: And that was their plan the whole on.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then uh, towards the end, I how the fuck did they get him out? Uh, they knocked on the door, they set something, and they fell for it. And then when the two carnies or the, the dad side, they come out like, where's some shit? They run back in, and they lock you the like door, and then they got the house back. Uh, that was one of my favorite episodes. I don't know why. Maybe because the ending of how stupid, but how simple that idea was uh. to trick a carny to come out of the house. And it finally worked. That's what's hilarious for me. That was by far one of my most memorable episodes. I don't want to say it's there my yeah. favorite, but it's there one of yeah. my memorable episodes. I could think right off the bat. Yeah. Mine's that was is, mine.
0: Mine's the Treehouse of Horror episode, those Halloween ones. Which mm-hmm. one did oh. you Where they find out Bart's twin is living
1: in the attic? Uh, oh. That's true. I
2: fucking love that
0: one.
1: To be honest, I usually skipped out on the on Treehouse of oh, the... Yeah. Because oh, are... it really creeped me out growing up. It, it was just creepy. I couldn't watch. It was legit creepy for me growing up. I'm trying to remember. Oh, another one. It's when uh, I don't know if you recall, where um, Bart and and uh, fucks his um, who Millhouse Bart okay. and Millhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they took charge of the comic books guys, uh, uh a store. Oh, okay. For a while, uh-huh. and then they found out his secret stash, of 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 bloopers of different movies and shows. Uh huh. I don't know if you remember that. No. It was like a secret fucking it was like a hidden fucking wall uh-huh. that they broke into accidentally. they're like, what the hell? And uh the comic book guy, he had all these hidden fucking uh, bloopers that should not come out, whatever. Um from and movies then, from different movies, shows, uh uh recordings of like different surveillance cameras and stuff. What? And one of them was was uh Mr. Rogers. Uh huh it said, "Mr. Rogers drunk on on um drunk on set." Yeah, there, there you go, set. Fucking say he's a drunk on set, and then it goes to the video, and then he's like, "What do you mean I can't take off my sweater? I'm hot." <laughs> <laughs> that that would that would that would forever be in one of my top like fucking memorable episodes. Yeah. Just that that the, scene itself.
0: Yeah, but uh, that's our episode where we talk. You know, it was fucking. It was it was. Like, going down memory lane. Like, oh, that's right. This did happen. Yeah. Oh, that's right. This, yeah. Oh, that's fucking right. Like, it was like, I don't know. The Simpsons is one of those shows that it's been as long. Like, it's been as long as I I can't remember a time when there wasn't a Simpsons, even, even in the background. Whether it's not that I'm consciously watching it, but it's still like I hear about episodes. Like, it's going to be weird where one day, it's going to be weird for me when the day The Simpsons ends. Because yeah. the Simpsons have been around for as long as I have. Yeah. Because one of those things where, like, once it ends, you're like, oh. What now? Oh, shit. Like, damn, that's a big part of, that was a big part of, like, my youth, like, the culture that I grew up in, like, the yes. Simpsons. So, I don't know. That's going to be that, that's gonna be weird. But, yeah, um, it was fun as hell going back, reading theories. Some of these theories were not as well thought out <laughs> as others. But, yeah, but it was fun. The predictions ones, those were, that's, again, that's, like, that's part of culture. You know, like, oh, what else did The Simpsons? Oh, do you think The Simpsons did this? Yeah, yeah. And then if you look back on it, you're like, fuck you up. The Simpsons did epi- in fucking season three in episode fucking 19. Yeah. They fucking, they th- they thought of podcasts before fucking podcasts were a thing. You're like, holy shit. True, true. You know, so that's going to be crazy. And it's going to be interesting how they're going to end the show. Like what the
1: big finale is going to be. I'm telling you, I'll once win. they end, we're all going to die. Start buying your toilet well, paper. Yes, yeah, so most of us. fun uh, episode.
0: Yeah, so thank you guys. Um, again, if you guys want to watch, if you guys want to see some of the things we talked about, go to our Instagram, Weird, Weird History, Eerie Tells Pod. If nobody has anything else to add,
1: nah, so, now nah, most was covered.
0: So thank you guys, and as always, we are the Weird History, Eerie Tells Pod.
1: What do you mean I can't take off my sweater? I'm hot! (laughs)